0: Hello and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermover. And today, in episode 263, we are going to be looking at gamified science apps for neurodiverse neuro brains. These apps are also going to be good just for ordinary brains, one of the two my younger daughter used and really loved. But these aren't apps that I know a lot about. So for the first time ever on the show, I actually have a listener as our guest. So I do know some of my other guests listen, but um, welcome, Andy Clark. Thank you so much for having me. So, Andy, I have literally got to know as being a listener. Um, she has interacted on our Facebook page, come into um, the Homeschooling with Technology community on Facebook. The link for that and everything else we mentioned will be in the show notes. Just scroll down or go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com for those. But anyway, so over the last year or so, I've kind of got and, got to know Andy just through interactions on Facebook. And at one point on um in the Facebook group, I asked what was everybody's favorite apps that they've been using recently, and she mentioned one or both of these two. And I used Brilliant a long time ago with my youngest, and the other one that we're going to be talking about, I've never used at all. So I reached out and asked if she'd be, come on the show. And so she is. But before she gets into telling us about these two um, and about herself as a homeschooler, just tell us what you do when you're not being a homeschool mom.
1: I am a sleep, stress, and resilience coach.
0: Okay. And so um, if anybody who's following this podcast would like to find out more about what you do, you have a podcast of your own, correct? Yes, I do. So where can they find you?
1: My name is Andy with an I. So A-N-D-I and last name Clark, dot com. So AndyClark.com. You can go there, find out my podcast, find out all about uh, what I do. Thank
0: you. And I say, we will put that in the show notes too. So I just think that this is a topic that sometimes as parents, we also need to know about. So I thought there's a, a nice overlap there. Okay. So let's jump into this. Tell us a little bit about um, your homeschooling and how you found these apps and how you use them and what they do.
1: Yeah. So I, my son was really struggling in school. Um, right? ahead in subjects, but as we learned, I had to pull him out. And and I had to figure out how does his brain work? So his brain works where he needs one piece of information at a time. And so when it's something that's giving him multiple steps to do something, instant overwhelm. And then he also has dysgraphia where writing by hand is very difficult. He is lucky not all kids with dysgraphia um, can type or find it easy to write on a computer for him. That is okay. It's, the, it's everything that's by hand that is hard for him. So I have had to do a lot of searching to try to find ways that would pull him in, that would be interactive, that are at his academic level. So he's grades ahead in subjects. Mm-hmm. But delivers the information in a way that his brain takes it in without overwhelming meltdowns.
0: Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think um this could be really helpful to many of you out there listening and said, even if your child's brain doesn't work like that, I think these are still just extremely cool apps.
1: Yeah. I have my other son as well, uh, was in the gifted program at school and he came because he realized all the science and all that he could go math and do all the things he wanted to do. So he is <laughs> Your atypical child and both of them love both of these apps, um, even though they both have different learning styles. My oldest, what he loves is the gratitude or the like when it like, hey, kind of like a virtual high five. You did great oh, okay. points. So there's different things in both of these apps that that appeal to both of them and are engaging them in the information as well.
0: All right. So let's start with Brilliant. Um, this is brilliant.org. Uh, this one I did discover, I think it was really new when my youngest um, was in um, middle school, beginning high school. And at that time it was completely free. And this is often how, you know, apps start out. Um, they start out completely free until they gain traction and then they turn into a paid model, which I believe it is now. So first of all, we were looking at this just before we started recording Um What is the actual price structure for Brilliant? So
1: I'm in Canada, and it is giving me Canadian prices. So it will be a little bit less for those of you in the States. It does have a monthly fee right now, which is $28.99, and a yearly of $195 Canadian dollars. So they also have a lifetime of $700. Um, When I originally joined, they didn't even have a Canadian option. It was only American. (laughs) paid 175 US dollars when I joined.
0: And this one does have a trial, right? A 30-day, was it 30-day trial?
1: That was when I started. But as I'm looking now, it gives you a free preview okay. of course. Okay. So of the math, pre- science, computer science, and the bonuses of the, all the puzzles and stuff, it gives you, you can go in and, and access all of those for free.
0: Okay, right. So So you don't have to... You know, fork out this money. Now, do you know if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I very seldom actually shared paid products, but there is a place for actually paying for really good quality resources, whether it's online or others. And um, so, this is why I wanted somebody who has literally been using it. She does not work for either of these two places. Neither of us are getting anything out of this. Um, this is not sponsored in any way. This is just an honest review so that you can decide whether it is worth paying the money or not. And as I say, you will also be able to actually go on and have a look. So, tell us what does Brilliant do?
1: So, Brilliant is more of a supplement, it mm-hmm. is not a curriculum, and it has all kinds of math options, solving equations, fundamentals, number theory, um, differential equations, calculus, geometry, like it can go into really high level maths. So if you have a child that loves to ex- like is loving, it is more above grade level or high school, then this would definitely be where they could go to. There's sciences as well, um, data, computer science. Recently, they've added in AI coding, language models, all kinds of different puzzles and things to go through. So I started playing on this a little bit. Um, this past few weeks of you were like, because I was like, what are my kids? My kids are always, <laughs> this is the one thing. And that is, as you said, for paying for something, this is the one thing that I'm like, should we be doing this again this year? And they're like on it pretty much every day.
0: Monday, I think I-, I think anytime your child wants to do something really educational if you possibly can you pay <laughs> right
1: so like some of the things that I went in is there was one about building bridges or like it was all about you had to it actually showed a bridge and you had to pull out a certain number of screws to keep the integrity of the bridge so you were learning all about mm. engineering I did one last night about a toilet all about how the different different um water flows in a toilet. Um there's some of the math was above me but my kids do it. So it's like depends on um where you're at with it. But if you actually just go into the where the payment is on it, it gives you a list of every single course. Like there's probably 50 or 60 different math courses. There's probably 25, 30 science, there's lots of data entry, computer science and all different puzzles. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a list of everything that's there so you can kind of get a view of what it is.
0: I can, I mean, obviously when I knew it, I think it was only math at the time um, and sort of like applied math. Um, it wasn't all these extra things And even then, I remember it was really engaging, and I remember the sense of satisfaction my daughter would get when she would solve something. And we were also obviously using it as a supplement, um, and she really loved it. Uh, You know, and I hadn't paid for it, so I didn't force her to do anything, but I remember she spent quite a lot of time on it because she she found it challenging. So I would really say that even if your child doesn't have a neurodiverse brain, but if they are working above their level or they wanted to go into an engineering field, anything like that, it's just going to be amazing
1: yeah so there's like astrophysics gravitational physics electricity magnetism quantum objects like there's just it's unbelievable like how Mm -hmm. fast they are i will also say that both my kids use the same username and password (laughs) so they use the same account so we're paying pretty much for like a family um and our little neighbor that sometimes joins us she'll pop on it as well so sometimes three kids are using this for the same
0: right yeah all right, so let's move on to your second one.
1: Um so Taito Online, it is very different. This is a three-dimensional video game. Um you each have your avatar and the best thing is it's only $5 a month for the first child and $4 for another child in your homeschooling group or as a parent. And they their science goes quite in depth that it'll This It can be curriculum based, like you can base what they're doing off of curriculum as a teacher's portal. You can go in and actually assign things. So you have cells to organisms, ecology, growth and genetics, weather and climate, natural selection, earth systems. And so what it is, is you have this avatar. You create your own avatar, however you want them to look. And you can actually go decorate their bedroom as well. So as you're getting points in this game, you can go back and get more things to decorate your room, but very sciencey. So (laughs) feels that science kid. Um, And then as you're going in, like there's these animals going around and you can actually freeze them and get their DNA and find out more about these animals. And you start doing all these experiments. So there's um, your head scientist that it tells you to go and find them. So you have to find them in this. The one that we did on weather and climate, there was a rainforest on one side of the island and a desert on the other, and you had to navigate around. And you had we were putting um, sensors in the air to be able to check air pressure and temperature. Oh my and gosh! So we I went, want not play this one. <laughs> so my kids will get in there, but they keep trying to freeze me. Instead, they said it's kind of like a snowball fight and All catch. Right. My- So so sometimes we'll just play with each other at the same time, but then they'll go and put these sensors down and then they have to go back and collect the data from the sensors. And then you take the data and you have to kind of make the data make sense. They'll ask you different questions. So with my son with dysgraphia, there's boxes with five different outcomes and you have to pull and drag the outcome up in the right order. Sometimes, sometimes the wrong information's there too. So you have to know the information, but he doesn't have to type it. Right. And so once you have, what are all your findings, then you have to kind of argue your claim a little bit. And then at the end, they actually show you real research reports on this data analysis as well. Right. So explaining why did the rain start coming in the rainforest and not in the desert with the air pressures and how things happened? but it was all based on going through the experiment from start to finish with your avatar.
0: So for both of these, would you say these are like middle and high school level?
1: The um, title online is middle school and mm-hmm. some high school, yes. Um, and it's, yeah, it it's great the way it really works towards their brains and, and their mm-hmm. age Brilliant, uh, I would say, like, I I was lost on some of the things or some Mm -hmm. of the things challenging for me. My kids didn't find them challenging. So it, I think it depends on, I I would say that brilliant is a little more high school. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And some things could be middle school, but I'd say it would be more high school.
0: Right. Okay. And back to... um. Tito Online, do you just want to spell that for the listeners?
1: Yeah, and make sure you write online. If not, all of these other things will come up. So T-Y-T-O, online. So it's TitoOnline.com.
0: Okay, so we should find that there. All right, well, these are really, uh, sound amazing. I wish I still had kids I was homeschooling. I would definitely be taking a look at both of these uh thank you so much andy for coming and sharing about these my pleasure um and any of you listeners out there if you happen to know of some good apps some good websites that i have not spoken about before do reach out to me um i hope andy has started a new trend here and that we actually get listeners to turn into guests i am very open to interviewing any of you um it's it's not scary if you've never been on a podcast before just uh um you know shoot me a message you can just come on to one of the to my facebook group or you can email me at meryl at funderfunder if you if funda, funda, F-U-N-D-A academy is our show sponsor well thank you all again for listening in and that is all for this week if you enjoyed this to share it with a friend give us a rating and review and listen in again next week same time same place Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandemurva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.